You scared me to death, ladies. We love you, babe. I know. That's the reason I'm here. Uh, Don't leave out any details. We wanted to hear the whole juicy story. That would take all day. <laughs> I just want to recap some of the things that has went on in mine and Bob's life to show you just how God does work without you knowing it in your life. God is there all the time. And I'm sorry. I regret waiting so long to start teaching His Word. So ladies, don't wait. Don't wait. Get in there and do it. The Bob I married is not the Bob you all see today. He was a carouser, he was a drinker, and he ran around all the time on me. I lived with him for seven years, and after my third child was born, which was Rhonda, which you all know, uh, he decided to leave me for another woman. Well, you talk about, you know, how you feel when you're rejected. It does, it's not a real good feeling, and it takes a long time to get over that. But Bob didn't support his children, so I had to work. The kids were wild. They went from this sitter to that sitter, and, and they were just wild. Bob's girlfriend wanted him to get a divorce so he divorced me and on the divorce papers it said gross neglect of duty can you imagine that who was neglecting who but I met a man 20 years my senior and I thought oh boy this is security for my girls so I got engaged. Well, everything went along, and then all at once trouble started. You know, God does intervene with trouble sometimes. Um, also at this time, my mother was diagnosed with cancer. She was dying of cancer. And back in those days, all they did was send you home to die. So... This was on my plate also. So uh, Bob had obeyed the gospel at this time, though. So uh, he told me I needed God's help to get through this. So I said, okay. So I was baptized because I knew I needed help. And so I was baptized Well, I became a halfway Christian. Have any of you ever been a halfway Christian? <laughs> that was me. I uh, didn't go to church, but every once in a while. Uh, Bob continually fussed at me. Uh, Faye, you need to go to church. You need to take those kids to church. So he would come and get the girls and take them to church. Well, I finally learned that I, you know, that was a good idea, and, and I would take them every once in a while. 
But about this time, Bob sent his girlfriend away because he had obeyed the gospel and he knew what he was doing was wrong. So he he told his girlfriend to go. And if if you've ever heard Bob talk about when we were separated, he was he was this woman had gotten into him. He was he was obsessed with this woman. I don't know what it was, but he you know he was obsessed with her. But they couldn't get along. So. Uh, when he had sent the woman away, he asked me to quit work and stay home with the kids, and he would give me enough money to support me. Well, I thought, well, we'll try this and see what well, he did. Of course, he could barely support me and the kids and himself also at the time. But he gave me what he could. So I stayed home with the kids. And it wasn't long till they were back in control, you know, because when Mama's there, things seem to go a whole lot better. Uh, Bob waited. He didn't wait very long, you know. Bob's he gets in a hurry. <laughs> so he began coming around asking me if I thought it would be good for us to get back together to raise our kids. There was no love left between Bob and I. It had all disappeared in all the turmoil and all the, you know, there was, there was no love at all. So when he came and asked me if he, he thought we ought to get back, if I thought we ought to get back together and raise our children, I fought this. I fought it for two years. I said, no way do I want to go back to living like I did before. But in this two years, I could see the change in Bob. I could see what God was doing in his life. So I thought, okay, if he's changed and he's a Christian and God helps us, surely things can work out. So after two years, uh, we decided to remarry. Uh, So, ladies, it was not easy. It was not easy. It was the hardest thing we ever done in our life. But knowing God was there helped us through to to have what we have today. So I, you know, God works in the background because he made trouble between me and my fiancé. <laughs> uh, the girls decided they didn't like him. So things just didn't go well at all so I I said well this looks like Bob is going to be the man to come home with me so uh, I prayed a lot back in those days and I asked God to help me forgive forgive true forgiveness is really hard ladies uh, Bob told me he would tell me anything I wanted to know. All I had to do was ask him because he wasn't going to volunteer 
to tell me. I never asked. I didn't ask, ladies, because why ask for something you know is going to hurt? So, but why bring that up? Now, when Bob and I got back together, you know, Bob was always very active in the church. And I thought my role was to help Bob in his ministry and take care of the home and the kids. Well, that's what I did for years. And then Bob, Bob says, Hey, God wants you to teach his word too. Uh, well, don't I have enough to do? <laughs> Why do we have to get so old before we learn? Ladies, I regret not teaching God's word until I'm an old lady. I'm 79 years old. Just look at all the years I wasted. In Titus 2, 3 through 5, I think it is, it tells me, Likewise, teach the older women to be reverent in the way they live, not to be slanderous or addicted to much wine, but to teach what is good. Then they can urge the younger women to love their husbands and children and be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home, to be kind, to be subject to their husband, so that no one will malign the word of God. Are you ladies subject to your husband? Do you know what subject means, subjected? It don't mean to be run over. The husband is to love the wife as he loves his own body. So who is going to hurt their own body? So uh, a husband that loves his wife will treat her very kind and very gentle. And in Matthew 25, you know the story of the ten virgins, the ten wise ones and the ten foolish ones. You want to be ready to meet the bridegroom. Are you all ready to meet the bridegroom? A good scripture to not remember but to Memorize this Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge Him in all your ways, and He will direct thy course. If I can help any of you, I am willing to do that. I have a ladies' class on Thursday morning. Uh, we're right in the middle of a study now, but if you're interested, I'll let you know when the next study starts. Or, you know, thank you for listening to me. Thank you.